What the fuck is up, Pump Cover Nation? Welcome back to another episode of, you guessed it, Pump Covers. What's up, Vince? What's going on? Happy New Year's, you filthy animals. <laughs> All right, as you guys know, if you're listening to this, it is currently a Monday, and New Year's is just around the corner, and slow your roll. We're not going to be talking about New Year's resolutions yet. We are actually talking about the effects of an injury on your workouts how to address and go about injuries when working out. So I kind of want to take the lead on this one, and I want to talk about just a very recent experience that I've had with with injuries as far as the gym is concerned. So very recently, Vince was actually there, saw me get crippled. I was squatting, and I wasn't even going too crazy heavy. I, I had like a 45 and a 35 on, so what is that, 215? 215. 215. Um, so squatting second or third rep as I'm going up I I end up shifting my hips forward a little bit and when I did that I felt like a pop in my back and I was still able to push the weight up but it hurt like bloody hell and then next thing you know I'm on the ground on a mat just sprawled out and I literally can't move at all without, like, excruciating pain. Yeah, I remember. Oh, correction, it's 205, not 215. 205. Thanks for doing yeah. the math. I appreciate that. 205. I don't want to mislead anyone. So 205. And, yeah, on the ground, prone, can't even move at all. Um, no one could get me up. No one could move me without just crazy pain. So I literally had to wait, like, two hours before I could even move. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, not to the point where I couldn't get up anymore. I mean, I've, I've had to where like I was deadlifting and fucking was going ham and my back was just sore, but it wasn't hurt. I wasn't hurting like, like how you were. It looked yeah. like, you know, you need one of those buttons that like, help me. I have fallen. Can't get up. Like that was you, you know, <laughs> the like, life alert. Yeah. Life alert. You needed life, like legit life alert. So, um, l- l- injury like that. No, I haven't. Yeah. So. And, um, I think it's a really a really common thing for injuries on big compound lifts to happen, right? You see it all the time. So squats, you know, people hurt their back or um, yeah, yeah, deadlifts as well. Bench press, people hurting their shoulder, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, their chest if they're not doing it right. Um, overhead press, you see a lot of, again, uh, shoulder, back. Um, and I think what this all boils down to, the point that I'm getting at here is listening to your body and addressing imbalances when they come up. Mm-hmm. Because for me, um, I already know what the problem was with squats that day. It was cold in the morning. Um, I was warming up, I was warming up, did my sets, and I'm getting later in the workout, and my hips were talking to me, bro. My hips were literally telling me that, hey, I'm tight, I need to loosen up. Um, you need to, you know, give me some mobility routine and, and stretch and, and get me loose before we do this heavy weight. And me being the young, you know, psychopath and just, you know, ignorant guy that I am, even though I know all about the benefits of proper mobility, I just wanted to get under that bar, get under that weight and start mm-hmm. pushing it. Yeah. Because that's what us meatheads do. You know what I mean? So you listen to your hips, right? Listen to your hips. Yeah. You always. Know, what did Shakira say? Her hips don't lie, right? Hips don't lie. Hey. Hips don't lie. Hey, y'all listen to your hips. <laughs> so the thing is like when your body's talking to you, you need to listen to it. So what I mean by that is. If you feel tightness in your hips, go, dude, get off, get off of under the squat rack, 
go do some mobility work, um, open up those hips before you even think about getting under the squat. If you're squatting and you can't get deep into your squat, that means your calves are tight, your hips aren't opened up properly, and you can't even execute a proper squat to begin with. So if you can't get in deep into a squat, that pressure is going to be put on your fucking back, man. So, um, you know, listen to your body, um, address those imbalances right away if you notice them. And if you notice that you can't do the exercise properly with a low amount of weight, you probably shouldn't go higher. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my clients as well have, like, I know they have prior back injuries or their knee was hurting or whatever body parts hurting. I always ask them, like, if this at all at any time feels uncomfortable, you feel any discomfort, let me know. And tell me we can just move on to the next exercise. I would rather put you through another exercise than you risking doing the workout and hurting yourself, you know? That's that's a really good point. Um, so I think something I want to ask you, and a lot of people are going to be curious about this because I know I was. Um, as trainers, when we see those things, um, we, we kind of have to navigate. And what I mean by that is let's say you're teaching someone a squat or mm-hmm. a deadlift. And you notice that no matter how hard you try, the exercise <laughs> is just too hard is just too complex for them to get because it's so new to them Mm -hmm. or no matter how many times they do it they just can't properly do the movement so when you notice something like that let's say we'll use a squat for example Mm -hmm. if you notice that no matter how much you tell them how to do a squat you try to give them the cues they can't execute it what are you having them do instead of that squat uh it depends um i mean i can I, I don't know if it's the weight that they have an issue with or maybe it's just they're not comfortable with having a bar over their back. or um, mm-hmm. So I'll have them switch off like a goblet squat or, yeah. you know, air squats. I mean, you can not – like it's almost dumb and proof to fuck that up. I mean, yeah, you're just literally 100%. like – I, how do you descri- how do you even describe how to fuck yeah, that? How can you even fuck that it. up? You know yeah. what I mean? And I, and I think it, it gets down to the point where there's a couple of things that you hit on there. So number one is the intimidation factor or the mm-hmm. gym intimidation factor of barbells in general. Yeah. The deadlift, the squat, the bench press, the overhead press, the even the hip thrust mm-hmm. for crying out mm-hmm. loud. You know, people are scared of the barbells because number one, that shit looks heavy. Number two, they don't want to end up looking like a fool if they don't know how to properly do the movement. So, you know, obviously it's our job to guide them through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously training with us and, um, you know, how our online programs work, how our in-person training work is we give them the tools so that they feel confident executing those exactly, movements. Exactly. Um, for me, if someone can't execute a squat, there's a, there's a couple of things I'm looking for. And, and for everyone out there, I know this is um, something that you're going to be curious on because I know you've been seeing a lot on the internet. This is big on uh, TikTok right now is people talking about how deep they can get into their squat. Yeah. It's very big right now on TikTok. So, um, I know a lot of people that no matter how hard they try, they can't get deep into their squat. So there's a couple things that's happening to you. If you can't get deep in your squat, the, the main things that you're going to want to do is work on your ankle mobility. So if your ankles aren't flexible enough, your knees aren't going to be able to go far enough over your toes for you to get into a deep squat. So what you need to be doing is working on your ankle mobility. You need to be strengthening strengthening your tibia, mm-hmm. which is on the opposite side of your calf, for those of you who don't know. Um, and that is going to relieve pressure off your calves. Ankle mobility, if it's better, you're going to be able to get deeper. Knees go farther over the toes, um, and you're going to be able to get super deep in your squat. So for clients who can't get into a deep squat, instead of even switching them to an air squat, because you switch them to air squat, they still can't get deep into a squat. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll work on certain things like knees over toes training. So I'll put an elevation under their heels because that automatically lets them just get their, their mobility and push it farther over mm-hmm. their toes. 
or I'll do things like um, stationary lunges where they just try and keep their their ankle on the ground yeah, exactly, and yeah. lunge and try and push it farther with toes to improve that mobility. But um, yeah, I think on that topic, I kind of want to ask you like after the initial impression and after you meet a client mm-hmm. and you start to put them through these assessments per se, how do you decide where they should start training or how you're going to train them? Because obviously you don't know them when they first come in. Okay, so it depends. So I have obviously see my clients range from beginner to, um, I don't want to say advanced, but kind of intermediate. Um, So for those who already know what they're doing, I already have them on um, like – Compound movements, deadlifts, squats, mm-hmm. yeah. and we focus more on strength there than, you know, form and anything else because um, they already have the basics down. The basics <clears> are covered. <throat> Got it. As for the my newer clients, um, we'll start off with, you know, obviously building up strength. I'll have them, you know, go on the leg press and do a couple air squats and then try with the bar and slowly build from there. Um, mostly it's just most of the time it's just getting over the fear of actually doing the squat. Yeah, and I know it's funny because we talked about the, you know, the gym intimidation factor, the fear of, you know, overcoming going to the gym and doing all that stuff before. So um, I feel like with people who are new to the gym, like especially that are investing in training, um, one of the main things that we kind of work on is almost like getting rear, getting rid of that initial fear. You know what I mean? Building, yeah. building confidence in different movements. Like if they're scared to get under the squat bar you're loading them up on a goblet squat until they feel so confident. You're like, just so you know, this is heavier than the bar. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I do. That's what I meant by putting them on the leg press yeah. or, or the uh, hack squat or things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. So, yeah. So I'm going to tell you this, this, cause this thought kind of just popped in my head. And I think this is what training with a trainer or training with someone who's very experienced in the gym does for you is you really understand how capable the human body is exactly of things that you don't even think you can do a lot of things ask any of my clients and you've seen it as Mm -hmm. well i will not put any of them something i will not put them through something i can't do or they cannot do i'm not gonna you know every time they tell me i can't do it before they even try nothing irritates me more than that so i have like just do i'm not gonna put freaking you know 215 on the bench press and have you bench that i'm not gonna put you know 215 on the squat rack and have you squat that for the first time i'm gonna you know give you a moderate to easy weight get the form down and then we go from there you know i mean don't even don't give up on yourself bro if you put 215 on the bench press you make me try it honestly i'd be mad because like why didn't you just give me 225 exactly exactly so (laughs) you know i I just it's get over the it's, it's getting over that fear Initially, yeah. so and it, it's funny because like i said like people just don't understand like how capable they are of executing these things people don't understand what the human body is capable of a lot of older clients will um you know blame their age as far mm-hmm. as things that they can't do oh i can't squat i have a bad back ah, bullshit i can't squat i have bad shit. um and yeah it it is and it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of talk to them about it especially when we're younger because they're like you're young you'll learn when you get mm-hmm. older right Um, but if you have bad knees, if you have a bad back, then the number one thing that's telling me as a trainer is that you have muscle imbalances that you've had for so many years. Exactly. That's why those areas are weak. That's why why you need to do what we're telling you to do. Exactly. You You need to do these exercises or not need to, but it's, it will benefit you to do the exercises we're giving you, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like, yeah, the exercises we're giving them are just to understand the root cause of what exactly is happening in exactly. their body. Lower back pain, work out your lower back. 
I guarantee you a lot of what, – what's the first thing a lot of older people or, or people um, that get old, what do they complain about? Their back and their knees. Their lower back and their knees. So, mm-hmm. yeah, low back pain. For anyone out there, I can guarantee you, if you have low back pain right now, um, it's due to our current generation. A lot of us are on our phones. A lot of us are at desk jobs, and we're sedentary. We're not moving. Um, so there's a couple of things that are going to be affecting you if you have low back pain. The first one is going to be your core strength, your core stability. Now, let's throw this off the table. If you're someone that already feels like they have a strong core um, and you still have a weak back, then it's going to be your hip complex. That's that something is wrong there. You, you either have a dominant left side or a dominant right side, and you need to work on unilateral training <clears throat> in order to address that and relieve that back pain. Um, so those are the two things that's really going to cause back pain in 99% of people. So if you haven't started working on those two things and you have back pain, then you're leaving a, you know, a pain-free life on the table. So all in all, to prevent injuries um, or to help prevent injuries, mm-hmm. I suggest, we both would probably suggest warming up, warming up. Boom. And stretching. Yep. Warming up and a proper mobility routine and goes rest, a long way. And resting mm-hmm. your body. 100%. Listen to your body. Yep. Overtraining is just as detrimental as not having, you know, warm up and mobility training. And it's, and like I said, even for me, I fall victim of skipping my, my warm up and my mobility training at times. Cause you know, I'm, I'm ignorant, I'm young and I think I can get away with it. But after that scare that I had with my back, luckily it was just a pinched nerve, a pinched nerve. Um, I don't skip that shit anymore because I'm literally scared that that's going to happen again. Um, so with that being said, guys, now we are going to transition on exactly what you guys thought we were talking about because it's time for the juice. The juice. juice All right. Save. So in this segment of the juice, what are we going to be talking about, Vince? Uh, we got a few topics to talk about. We talk about the highlights of this year, um, being thankful for what, what are we thankful for? Our lessons that we learned? Yeah. So thank, the good thankful and the bad. for the lessons. Yeah. And uh, another thing is what are we looking forward to this next coming up year? Boom. I don't want to put you on the spot. If you want me to go first, I will. But you have any highlights of 2021? Oh, sh- oh yeah, he does. That was quick. He's quick to jump. Uh, where do I start? It's like, it's like you know how you have a bunch of food on the table and all of it's good? Where do you start? The carbs. The carbs. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the carbs, guys. Highlight of 2021. Mm, why don't you ask me? Let's play a game. Why don't you ask me something and throw it out there and be like, yeah, you know what? That was a good highlight. I got you. Go. How do you feel about transitioning from working for a corporate company to taking control of your own business and trying to, to manage it so far this year? <clears throat> how do I feel about that? How did, how did I take that? I fucking love it. Uh, mom, excuse my language, but I fucking love it. I like it better here. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, not just here in this place, but you know, not being... Not being robbed, I would say. You know, I felt like when I was at a corporate or when I was at a boxer gym, it was like I was giving them most of my time, but we got paid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You know, like, why are those guys up there getting paid more than the people who are actually busting their ass? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I totally feel you, bro. Dude, I was a a trainer in a box gym. Um, I won't say which one because, you know, they're all the same. Um, but dude, I was working 30, 40 hours a week and my paychecks were like 200, 300 bucks. Jeez Louise. 20 or 30 to 40 hours a week, 200, $300 paychecks. Were you living off of ramen and scrambled eggs or what? What the hell? Close. Fuck. Um, yeah. And it was, it was tough to navigate, um, 
that time because I felt like I was putting so much in and not getting what I wanted out of it, which was really weird when you're looking at a job as a career and you see yourself working 40 hours for a $300 paycheck. You're like, how do I scale this? You're like, am I about to work another 40 hours for a $600 paycheck? Like probably not. And that's when I decided to kind of take things into my own hands um, and, you know, pursue my route of my own business as well. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up about transitioning over from a regular box gym to, you know, um, independent to being an independent contractor. Uh, honestly, it was it was probably one of the best moves because not only was I making more money or was I um, actually enjoying what I do, I was able to focus on my uh, bodybuilding career. I mean, you mm-hmm. saw me from when I first got here to uh, now. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And. Um, it really, even though I've been in this industry for a long time, I'm still learning new things every day. So that's another highlight. I'm still learning new things uh, to do for the body every single day. Um, as far as, you know, different exercises, different stretches, different recovery routines, different, you know, meal plans, different uh, ways of cooking. Was, you know, I, I learned a lot from different people here. And it, it, it's almost like you're taking bits and pieces from all these people mm-hmm. to make better what you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's a big highlight there. And I, I really feel like, um, this was a good year for me business wise, but I feel like next year is going to be even better now that I have, um, a lot of resources and tools I, I took from, or that I've learned from a lot of the other people mm-hmm. this year. In, so. Am I a resource? Oh yeah. 100%. Let's go. Let's go. 100%. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I think, um, a lot of people wonder if, Working for yourself is, as a personal trainer, is so amazing. Why don't, you know, why aren't all these personal trainers doing it? And the answer to that, my answer is, unless you're truly confident in the results you provide, unless you're truly confident in yourself to go out and make connections and provide the opportunity for you to affect, to change someone's life, then you really won't be successful in this business because you're responsible at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, for everything you have. And at a at a box gym, at a corporate gym, if something goes wrong, then it's not on you. It's not on your name. It's on the corporation's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot less pressure that way. And yeah. I think some people just don't thrive under pressure like that. And that's something that we both kind of do really good at is driving under pressure. Yeah. I mean, let me also a few highlights, just bullet points. Uh, my, my bodybuilding show was one that happened this year. Um, number two, driven collective, everybody driven collective is up and coming. Uh, look out for that. Um, you know, what else? What else is a great highlight? Uh, fucking pump covers is on <laughs> fucking Apple Let's get and it. Spotify. What is up, everybody? And YouTube. And YouTube. Fuck, man. Oh, yeah, man. Um, and about the highlights, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I would definitely say, like, making a bigger step to kind of expand my business this year was definitely a highlight. Um, but if we're talking on a different level, I think I would say... Um, the amount of work that I've that I've put into different relationships in my life, I think, has been a highlight because I've been able to see myself, um, like, really grow from that. Mm-hmm. Because you learn a lot about yourself when you put yourself out there and you kind of make deeper connections with with your friends, with your family, and you know, just people in general. And I honestly, a highlight is just my my growth this year. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Ditto. Is what is what they say now, right? Yeah, it's it's funny because I think that topic literally just covered the first two bullet points: is the highlights of twenty twenty one and 
the lessons we're thankful for. Well, also, I'm also, well, thankful for the lessons. And I'm just thankful for all the people who are still there by my side. Um, everybody. Everybody. I'm not going to say any names, but all the people who are still there, the good and the bad. Um, just because, you know, without you guys, I wouldn't be where I am today. I mean. Got you, boy. We can always be, hey, you know, we can be good, but we can always be better. You know what I'm saying? From good to great, baby. Exactly. All right, so the last thing I want to kind of close on is what am I looking forward to in the new year? And this is something that every year towards the end of the year, um, I make a vision board, um, and it's something that I really take take pride in and um, you know, really try to execute to and think about it in full because if I can't see myself where I'm going to be, uh, then I feel like I'm not going to get there because visualization is something that I talked about in the last podcast that I take really seriously. Um, so that vision board is is my vision for me and and you know, waking up in the morning, the reason I'm only able to do one alarm is because I put that vision board right in front of my, my bed. Mm -hmm. So I see it when I wake up and I know that if I, if I press that snooze button, then I'm pressing snooze on my vision, you know, I'm pressing snooze on my goals. Um, that's how I think about it. Um, so one thing for this next year that I'm looking forward to is this year after doing, um, tallying up all the numbers, um, I was actually able to help around 103 people. Hopefully I'm not missing anyone. Um, but this year alone, and that's honestly fucking crazy to me. Um, and next year my goal is to help a thousand people. Um, so I want to 10 X that. Um, and I think I can totally do it with how we're growing right now and the the systems I'm implementing. Um, but that's what I'm looking forward to in the new year is just making a bigger impact. Yeah. Uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to watching all my close people around me, my small circle, expand their, not just my own, but expand their business so I can watch them grow. I mean, I, I get a kick off watching your guys' business fucking thrive. You and, and everybody else who I'm close with that own their own business, either here or outside of self-made. Um, you know, I, I'm always there. If you guys ever need anything, I'm always there. Like, I'm thankful that you guys are you know, accomplishing your dreams. Like I said, everything, everybody around me, I'm picking and choo- and, and learning what uh, what you guys are putting out there. I, I, I get from you. I get from mm-hmm. from the people I'm around all the time. Yeah. And you know, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to is expanding my business and seeing everybody else's business f- like just boom from the ground up and fucking you know own 2022. Yeah. It's not a new year, new me fucking resolution. It's a fucking forever resolution keep this thing going it's just start yeah bro yeah. and dude i think that's hella important the point that you just brought up is how much you thrive off seeing other people succeed because listen man if you're putting out negative vibes in the universe if you are jealous of other people's success that's the shit you're going to get back and the fact if you can be happy for other people's success if you can be you know proud of people's success whether you were close friends with them freaking enemies with them whatever it is if you can be happy for them to succeed dude you're going to get 10 times that bro tenfold and I honestly believe that because you know energy is is just part of the the universe and and how things like flow and operate so if you can have those positive vibes and just be happy and and you know love seeing that respect and that outlet you're gonna go a long way man oh and on this note I get off on you getting off Wait, wait, wait. I, I, have to, I have to intervene because I have a gift for both of you guys. Uh, oh, But you guys can open. Just stay right there. Oh, oh she got us right a there. gift, guys. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. Hold on. My mom doesn't even buy me oh, gifts. Man. I'm freaking <laughs> nervous. Oh, shit. I feel like it's going to be like... like something crazy like she's she's gonna put like a little cake and then it's gonna explode oh, or something shit she wrapped it up oh f- <sighs> 
Okay. Uh, Do I close my eyes? Oh my gosh, Lily. Don't guess. All right, all right, hold on. Okay. All right, I'm going to have to set this up. So. Hey, guys, Lily, have our, you seen that our cha- producer. Have you seen that challenge where you have two seconds to open the gift? Oh, shit. <laughs> our producer got us gifts, guys. Okay, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yes. Let's go. So on three, you can open them. Okay, one. Oh, you're counting. Go. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh, my gosh. Bro. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Fucking Rice Krispies, everybody. Pumps for a whole month. Pumps for a whole fucking month. <laughs> got pumps for a month. In I'm having yeah. a Rice Krispie on each and every one of my abs. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Hey. You're welcome. And with that being said, Pump Cover Nation, we out. Happy New Year's. Deuces, mother. I'll see you in 2022. Deuces. <laughs>